it's David Andrew Eve. I'm on my daily walk, and today's question is social media useless? You may have picked up on the fact that I'm a really big proponent of building your own website. You gotta have your own platform. It has to be something that you personally own. Only something you own can turn into an asset. A lot of companies, a lot of marketers will refer to social media as owned media. I don't really think of it that way. You don't own it. Facebook owns it. Twitter owns it. Google owns it. If push comes to shove, your account could be shadow banned. It could be deleted. The social network could be gone tomorrow. People always say that's not possible and it's happened numerous times. Whether it's Vine, MySpace, or Google+, things come and go. It's just inevitable. So setting up your own website is a matter of mitigating risk. If you have your own website and your email list, you basically have a backup plan that nobody else has. You have power that nobody else has as a musician. Because if Facebook is gone tomorrow and you can no longer communicate with your 5,000 fans, you're hooped. If you have at least some of those fans, because you can have a hard time getting all 5,000 to subscribe, but let's say 1,000 or 2,000 fans subscribe to your email list, you have a backup plan. There's still a way for you to communicate with them. But there is a big emphasis on growing a social media following in the world, and there is a good reason for it. I've mentioned this before, but actors and actresses with lesser talent and lesser experience are landing jobs in Hollywood because they have bigger social media followings. So we just can't ignore it. We have to be very intentional with how we use social media. So you will hear some marketers say the best way to monetize your social media following is to get them to come off-site, come to your website, convert to an email subscriber. Obviously that way you can follow up with those people Anyone subscribing to your email list is obviously more interested with you than someone who just hits like on social media. So there's a much better chance that they'll become customers or future customers, as the case might be. It is important to nurture your email list. Here's the challenge. Trying to build a social media following is incredibly difficult. We have to create content. We have to show up consistently. We have to create things that people will actually engage with. And there's gonna be a lot of hit and miss. And if you're not willing to test a variety of things, you're gonna give up. Because nowadays people don't just like things and just don't engage things because they see it. They like and share things that resonate with them personally. All things being equal, it is better for you to get more engagement on your social media posts because ultimately that's gonna create more opportunity for you. So the predicament is really that you have to create content. It is hard work, it is perseverance, it is dedication, and it is consistency to show up and do that. But it gets even more complex because that is not enough. It's not enough just to create great content and to get as much engagement and as many followers as you possibly can. Because actually, there's absolutely no strategy in that. It is still a tactic. Just because you have more social media followers doesn't necesararily mean you're gonna land the gig. It's gonna help, but you have to be thinking long-term as well. So what exactly are you gonna do with the people who liked your post? What exactly are you gonna do with the people who shared your post? Do you have a strategy for that? Did you even stop to think about what the next step is? Well, I'm gonna give you the answer, but understand one thing. It doesn't require any less commitment on your part to do what I'm talking about. The first step is obviously creating great content and being intentional about it and being persistent and consistent with it. Second step though, is that we have to find a way to re-engage the people who've interacted and resonated with our content. 
How is that accomplished? Through retargeting. This is one of the big pluses or the big benefits of social media is that many of them have incredible advertising platforms that will spit out all kinds of data that you will find useful in better understanding your audience and customers. What saddens me a little bit admittedly is that some of these advertising platforms are getting more and more complex by the day and the cost of ads are increasing by the day. I really feel like Facebook needs to do something about their ad platform. I think it's incredibly powerful and useful. The only problem is it is so complex. Only an engineer could possibly understand it. My advertising account on Facebook is foobarred. I have too many pages and they're connected to the wrong accounts. And I can't, for the life of me, even with the help of an ads expert, figure out how to connect the right account to the right account, which is not something I should have to do in the first place. I should just be able to choose an account or a page and be able to create an ad for it. Why is that not doable? So these advertising platforms have their problems, but they are nevertheless great tools. And so when you're ready to promote a new release, a new piece of merch, a tour, I would encourage you to retarget the posts that have been most engaged by people. Make sure they're relevant posts, right? Just because someone liked the picture of your lunch doesn't mean that they're going to be interested in your concert. But if you posted a video with a headline saying new concert soon and 100 people liked that video, then obviously you'd want to retarget the people who looked at that specific video and let them know, make them aware that your concert is coming. Don't rely on the fact that you have your tour posted on your website or on social media. Rather, utilize ads that follow people around the web to remind them of their interest. So no, social media is not useless, but it requires some expertise to be able to use it well. Thanks for listening. The opening theme, closing theme, and closing segment ambient music was created by Brian Bob Young. If other music was used in this episode, it's credited in the show notes at musicentrepreneurhq.com. Please leave us a rating and review in iTunes to help us spread the word about the show. 